When is the last time you listened to a podcast about web development, web design, and small business and didn't fall asleep? Yes, we cover web development, web design, and small business, but like actual human beings with personalities. If you're a beginner, we're not going to talk over your head. It's more like asking your buddy for help. We have guests, we have fun, and let me tell you, these two can get off on a tangent. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to HTML All The Things Podcast. This is Matt Lawrence and Mike Curran. That's it, everybody. We are back, and this is episode 124, Side Hustles versus Side Projects. I'm Matt, that's Mike, and this week we'll be discussing, uh, Mike, you didn't fill in the blank, buddy. This week we'll be discussing, as it sounds in the title because they don't have the script ready, Side Hustles versus Side Projects. What do you mean? It was your pro- It was your thing to fill in. I know. That's <laughs> why I'm looking at you over the webcam. Then, <clears throat> in the web news which is going to be a little different this week, and I'll announce that in a second. Releasing buggy products. That's, a, that's the topic of this week's web news. Now, this week we will be trying something a little bit different. So we're going to break up the episode into two releases. Okay, so the first one being the title topic, right? Side hustles versus side projects. And the next one releasing the day after. So this is going to release on Wednesday. Then we'll release the web news, actually, as a separate thing. Same feed, same whatever. Um... We'll be releasing that on Thursday. Basically, we want to try to give our listeners a better way to find the web news topics. The web news topics can be very topical. Sometimes they can just be like off topic, whatever, of course. But we can't really feature the web news in the in the like title. And so that's one of the reasons. Uh, we're also going to do away, at least for the time being, with weekly pain points and add something new called a weekly growth goal. And we're going to be doing that at the end of the episode where the week where the web news normally was. Uh, and that's just to allow people to sort of hear about the topic. We'll do all our announcements right now, which will be normally much shorter than this, to be fair. And then we'll get right into the topic and then right into the weekly growth goal. And if you care about the web news, you can tune in the next day. Now, as per the usual, if this sounds interesting to you and you want to support the show, you can go check us out on that Patreon. Leave a review or a rating on your podcast app. Join us in our Discord server or share this with your friends. So... Let's just jump right in. It feels weird not saying it's not saying handing it over to Mike for the weekly pain point, but yeah, we'll get I'm used to it. I'm just going to sit here silently and listen to you. Keep it down over there. Now, okay, we got this. This episode is break, broken up into three segments. First one, appropriately entitled Side Hustles to cover what we want to talk about with side hustles. Next one, of course, side projects. And then the third one, compare and contrast. So there'll be some comparing and contrasting throughout, but that, that'll be sort of like a an encompassing segment, if you will. So we've all heard the tales of self-made entrepreneurs clawing their way through the digital world, climbing all the way to the top of their own Mount Everest, built solely out of their side hustles. Now, side hustles are all the rage right now, right? Whether it be due to COVID and the resulting job losses and like not wanting to do work in person as much anymore, or maybe it's the creator inside of you screaming and wanting to make something that is truly yours, or maybe it's just the money that you can make on top of your day job. And you can slowly build that out and work toward financial freedom. Now, the thing about side hustles is they sound like they're just a side thing, right? As the name suggests. Something that you can take out of your filing cabinet, use it when you feel like it, and then put it away to be all but forgotten when you don't want to worry about it anymore. But here is the issue, right? A side hustle is a business. 
And a business is not something that you can just forget about if you want any degree of success. Now, you might say, yeah, but I uploaded a video 10 years ago and it suddenly went viral. And a bigger example might be, and a bigger and recent example might be the Among Us game, you know, that was out for a long time, like a long time digital wise or whatever, before, like it was out for a while before it went super viral. Mm -hmm. Hmm? 2018. 2018, yeah. So like a year or two, whatever, took a while before it went super viral. So those are examples of businesses that they were, you know, they were, they could have been considered quote unquote side hustles, right? And could have been filed away and then they suddenly exploded. Now, you're right to an extent, like, I don't know how, how supported the Among Us game was, but like the, the, the point of the matter is if you were a person that made, made a game, never, never updated it. I, I don't know whether they updated it or not, but let's just say they made, they made Among Us and hypothetically they didn't update it. It blows up in popularity and now they're updating it, Right. Or if you're that person that uploaded your YouTube video and then you just sit on it and then it suddenly gets shared all over the place and then it blows up, what are you going to do? What are you going to do after that explosion? You know, do you just sit on it or do you make another video? Do you make another game or do you update the game, right? And keep supporting it, right? Because the growth and whatever is going like crazy. Now, it's something you have to worry. uh, Like at this point, it's something that you have to worry about, right? It's something that, you can't just let it sit. And if your strategy is to wait for something to go viral, you know, you're more than likely going to fail. So if you're a person that made the video, filed it away, it goes viral, you do nothing, you know, you're going to go viral, you're going to have your 15 minutes, and then it's going to go away, right? Because you didn't do anything. You didn't make merch, you didn't make another video, you didn't update your game, you didn't do whatever, and then that's it. But if you're also a person that makes one thing and says, hmm, like, I think one day it'll go viral most likely going to fail, right? Like chances are you're going to fail. Like I wouldn't be rooting for you in that that sort of case. Most side hustles constantly get themselves out there, whether it be through something more traditional, like an ad in the local newspaper, or whether it's trying to reach the world via social media. They constantly work toward being seen. Every post, every ad, every flyer is another way to attract views and essentially another lottery ticket in the game of going viral. Now, you could argue that people make passive income all the time online and that there's lots of ways to do it. And you're right. You'd absolutely be right, right? But passive income, in my mind anyway, is more about making money when you're not in the office, but it isn't about never being in the office, so to speak. You still have to like you still have to show up to the office every now and then and do something, right? But most people only make money per hour or only make money per a certain length of time due to salary. And so they have to be there for eight hours or they have to clock in and clock out and then they get paid for the time in between. But a passive income source is sort of like, I'm not even at work and I am making money, but that doesn't mean you never have to show up to the office, right? So think about this. Think about this. I'll do an example here. Think though you, let's just say you own and run a retro tech reviewing YouTube channel and you start seeing some success to the point where you're earning an income. Now, at this point, you could just stop producing videos and just have people come and watch the watch what you have because you're doing retro tech, right? It's not by the minute, you know, completely new, breaking news. You know, it doesn't need to be topical. It's old. It's retro. So people can come back and watch those anytime and they'll be topical for the retroness of them, right? But now that you're relevant, people are going to want to see your channel supported and active right? They're going to want to see new videos once they've completed watching your old ones. And for sure, as a community builds, they're going to request that you review X piece of tech from their childhood. Now, can you really ignore that? 
is this a side thing? You know, at this point, like, is this really a side thing? Now, the term side hustle, while a catchy term that I and most of the community will continue to use due to its catchiness, of course, <laughs> implies that there, that it's something that isn't in the way of our daily jobs and daily lives, right? But all businesses and side hustles, all, but all businesses and side hustles are businesses. So like, put it this way, all businesses get in the way of your life, all businesses, whether it's a full-time thing, but because side hustles are businesses, they get in your way too. Whether it's one day you stayed up extra late editing and you were tired the next day, like you were tired the next day at your day job, it still got in your way of like getting a good night's sleep, right? So the term side hustle, yes, like you could argue like, well, I have a day job and it's my side thing. But that because like, like the term side hustle makes it sound like that thing that you can file away. And it kind of really isn't, especially if it, if you want it to succeed or if it has success, it really isn't something you can just file away. Like, oh, I'm just going to shut down my WooCommerce shop. And then I'll just come back later. Well, the virality or the community or whatever is now more than likely gone. It's not that it isn't. I feel like it shouldn't. Like it's the the biggest thing is like when you're doing a side hustle. Yes, it's a side hustle because it is a secondary thing to your whatever your main thing is. A lot of the times and a lot of people can back me up that have side hustles. It takes up more work than your actual main job. Yes, it's usually for less money. Or it's usually for that, but it's your the intention of the side hustle is to maybe make it into your main hustle, maybe make it into your main job at some point. So you invest a bunch of time and a bunch of hours into it, get a little bit back while you're doing that, get your get your income, but your whole purpose of it is to grow it. That's when like that's the idea of a side hustle. That's the ideal of a side hustle. You wanna you want to split your income a little bit, make sure you're not relying on one thing, but also create something for yourself while you're still working for someone else and be able to then transition to something that you created yourself and can grow yourself and know all the ins and outs about and then bring other people on and then those other people will have side hustles. So it's a never-ending cycle. But that's, that's essentially how a side hustle, I guess, in the ideal will work. If you treat a side hustle as something that you can file away, I mean – Yes, there's a chance that it might grow and it might become viral, but that chance is like winning the lottery. Like becoming viral is is lightning in a bottle, right? Like a, light, a lot of people talk about that, like the lightning in a bottle approach. Lightning in a bottle, when you open it, it's gone, right? Like you can't – yes, you get that one spark, but then it's gone. If you have something that's a solid base of content, for instance, like if you have a YouTube channel, like, like Matt was saying, the retro YouTube channel, and one of your uh, videos – gets lightning in a bottle becomes viral it all of a sudden promotes all your other videos at the same time if you only had that one video and it becomes lightning in a bottle that's it like you're done after that it's your unless you create something really quickly yeah you might have a couple months of virality and all that but like or, or like a week or two whatever but you might be done but if you have a long stench of content like a lot of content that's based on the one that got that went viral before it so like you know you grow obviously as you do it then what happens, and I've seen this a few times uh, in statistics and in people like uh, say, saying, like um, explaining their growth patterns, what happens is people will start looking at your older content and all of that will grow with the viral content. And then when you can release new content, you'll re retain some of those viewers that were there in the viral part. You're not going to retain all of them. You're not even going to retain like, you're probably only going to retain like 10% of the people, but 10% of like, you know, a million or 2 million viewers, that's a lot of people right? 
Whereas if you had no content, it's going to be very hard to retain anyone because as soon as they watch their one video and then look back at another video, you're kind of screwed. I think um, Dream, was it Dream? Dream is the Minecraft YouTuber that that that's became really popular this year. He had like nothing, but he had he had a video uh, before he was a YouTube partner program that did like five or ten million views that got like a, a significant amount of income before he could even make income. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that, but but he also had a good back catalog that people transitioned to and got him into the partner program in a matter of days, and then he was starting to make money. If he didn't have a good back catalog, that one could have viral video could have done great. But then the, the people like that wanted to stay wouldn't have subscribed and wouldn't have wouldn't have gotten him into the partner program. So it's one of those things where you got to invest some time, you got to be consistent, and hoping for the lightning in a bottle is not the right approach, in my opinion. Right? Like we can't. Uh, Matt and I can't sit here and be like, I hope that one of our podcast episodes is going to become viral. We can't rely on that to be our only way of generating an income in the future like that's let's be serious it's 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 very much a lottery game what we can rely on is consistency and our audience to continually drive traffic to our content and for us to be able to slowly build on that and get better and better and better and the better you get and the more content and the more people watch it the more chance you have of becoming viral but it's still a very small chance so that's the idea for a side hustle i guess yeah, that's a good. I, I like the way that you said about the like the lightning in the bottle and the the lottery aspect. Is it's just it's sort of like that app and like I mean I think we've made some of these, but <laughs> it's sort of like that app that has has like version one, and like there's no one like back in the day that was acceptable, whatever. But then now it's sort of like oh, is this a YouTube channel like uh, supported anymore? And people will look at the latest upload date and they might not keep watching even if they do have a good back catalog. So you need like the good back catalog or you need to be updating like regularly so that people will come back, you know, and that happens with a lot of things like a lot, uh, some of our some of our clients. One of their biggest concerns is I like we built the website for their side hustle, right? Like a blog or whatever. And their main concern is I need to keep this blog updated. And, like, I don't know how to keep it. I don't know how to keep it up to date. Like, I can't keep running this. I can't keep writing on here i just don't have the time and it's and it sometimes comes down to like they'll be like what do we do and it's just like you can, i don't know like you know there's there comes a point in which you know you can reshare the people's stuff like you can do stuff like that you can retweet stuff you can there's there's ways to do it but but like for them you know they oftentimes will want to keep it just their own or or fall into the trap of sharing other people's too much and then it becomes like, oh, now they have no original content. Like, sharing, like, having your own original content and sharing other people's on your site is absolutely acceptable. We'll probably be doing that on our website. You know, I'm not judging that. But it's just the matter of people will fall into the trap of being like, oh, you know, I'm not motivated to write anything today. I'm not motivated to do my, my weekly article or my weekly podcast. So I'll just share someone else. Sure, that might work once or twice if you have the flu or whatever, you know. Yeah, but... You know, if Mike and I just started like taking random people's episodes with permission even and started putting it on our feed, like what benefit is that doing Mike and I? If you were on the HTML things podcast, like RSS feed, like in your podcast app and we just started publishing, republishing other people's stuff, it just doesn't make any sense. Right. And so to bring it back to the, the side hustle thing is the allure of the term side hustle in, in implies that it's not something that's that's big and heavy on your life that it isn't going to get in the way 
and it's that's the allure but in reality even though even if like you're like well obviously what you're saying is obvious it's actually not obvious to most people because most people would be like oh i just do that on the side but it's sort of like yeah but like do you do for example if you're like a painter on the side do you paint like one painting never paint again for like 10 years like you're not going to be the same painter in 10 years you haven't you're you're out of practice you know you don't know you haven't you haven't like honed your craft and so now you're like back to the drawing board or you have some muscle memory left but you're not going to be you know, a, a painter with 10 years experience. And so that's sort of like the side hustle is, is that, is that like, it's, it's like the, the pe- people that are very busy in their daily lives, doing day jobs and doing some of their families or whatever they're doing, right. Want, want more money, want to start a business, want whatever. And they want something that's just easy. And there is really no business that's easy, but to transition to the next segment, but also makes a lot of sense to be fair is there's nothing wrong with a side project and not a side hustle. So I'll get into that now. So side projects and side hustle may sound like the same thing when you boil down what you're building, right? One could be a blog. This is someone's side hustle. Someone has like a near identical blog. This is someone's side project. And the distinct difference is whether you, the creator, care about the customer or not. Side projects are projects being done for the sake of the creative slash the creator in all of us. Maybe it's because you're trying to prove a point to someone or just prove a point to the world. Or maybe it's because you want to learn how. Now, I have a feeling personally that this, for the, for this audience, people listening right now, that last reason, the, you know, you want to learn how to do something, may hit home a bit, right? Maybe you're a front-end developer that wants to learn a little bit more about the entire stack so you can maybe hold the conversation or maybe become a full-stack dev. So you want to make a personal or side project, right, as the full-stack developer on that given project, just to give yourself a taste. But then there's that little quote-unquote side hustle alarm going off in your head that makes you think you should be making this product for customers. And then you start thinking, oh, oh yeah, okay, I can make tons of money off of this, right? I can make tons and tons of money off of this if I just do this, and then this, and then this, and now days, weeks, God knows what, have gone by at this point, and you're just still plotting. Now, that's still fine. Some stuff takes a lot of plotting time, but then after you sort of plot and like you run out of ideas and the excitement kind of wears off because it's been a while, you're like, hey, wait a second, I'm going to have to get hosting, I got to get like my vendor software all set up and I got to get my tax stuff set up. Like, do I need to set up a proper business for this, a proper company, whatever it is? Like, do I need to set myself up legally on this? Like, how does this work? All the non-fun logistical stuff, right? Technical stuff, whatever. The stuff that's that you're not like, hell yeah, I want to set up my tax tax profile. Like, no one does that. So then with these negatives effectively in mind, you slowly but surely, instead of learning for the sake of learning, you're weeks later, you have nothing done but a bunch of thoughts, worries, and roadblocks that you thought of. And now the idea is more than likely dead in the water, or it becomes a side, a side hustle with a different goal, profit. So that last point is for people that sometimes like you'll overcome it. Right. There's always, there's like this, there's like the, the whole, I don't know what they call it, but it's like the decision-making process where you're excited for a project. Then you realize, holy crap, this is hard. Damn, this is really hard. And people will quit. Like the people that will, will quit will increase per step. Then it's like, Hey, wait, I can do this. Yeah. I just did it. You know, there's like, I've seen a few people do like a variation of that sort of like, uh, 
how people push through projects, right? Because you always think like, yeah, it'd be awesome if I like knew how to paint cars. And they'd be like, holy crap, I got to get my certification or whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I could afford this school, you know, but some people never hit that. Yeah, I could afford school step. They're just like, frick, man, I, I don't know if I want to fill out paperwork and then they just drop off. So some people will make their side project into a side hustle for profit, but the goal is different, right? You know, there's nothing wrong with a side project for yourself, okay? Becoming a side hustle. So if you take a side project and you're like, I'm going to make this a side hustle. Nothing wrong with that, especially if it's a website that starts picking up traction, for example. But there is a problem with a side project that never happens because it manifests mostly in thoughts, as I've mentioned, as a side hustle. So your goal in the previous example was to learn how to do more back-end work, back-end development work. And your result was weeks of thought and then nothing. Your skills didn't get better. You have no project slash nothing to show. And your brain time was eaten up effectively by something useless. And yes, brain time is a commodity and it is a highly scientific term too. But then that's not the point. The point is you just spent a whole bunch of time thinking and didn't do anything. Now, yes, thinking can get you out of trouble. I'm not saying just jump in, don't think. But I am saying that a lot of people will realize, like, Christ, I got to get that hosting. I got to do this. And then it's just gone. And they spent weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks plotting out this big thing when the goal of the project was not profit. The goal of the project was to learn the back end development. But because we're always allured to these side hustles and it's constantly sold to us by entrepreneurs and stuff like that on TikTok and Instagram and God knows how many blogs, right? It's always sold to us as like, oh, it's just a side hustle. It's just your side thing. Just hustle it. It's okay. Just hustle it. Some people don't have that energy. Some people aren't even like super passionate about, like maybe you're, maybe you're that, that front end dev that wants to learn back end work just so you can hold a conversation at work. You might not be friggin' actually passionate about becoming a back end dev. You might just want to be able to further your skills so you can have a conversation with the back end developer to make your own job easier. Therefore, like this side hustle is kind of, or this side project is a little bit like, you know, not, in your wheelhouse, like you're not a fan of it, right? You don't really want to do it, but you do want to learn that skill. So it's something that you kind of have to do. And then you get all bogged down with this, all this other stuff. Then you start making excuses. And now, now you, now it's just useless. All that, all those thoughts were useless. Nothing ever happened. You didn't learn anything. And then you're just back to where you were right now. An example of a proper side project, at least in, in generality, um, might be something like this. Let's just say a photographer is looking at a photo at photography websites, but thinks that they can do something better than everybody else by showing their photos in X way. So the photographer takes, or the photographer, excuse me, learns how to make a website. Okay. And then makes the website in X way, the way that they thought and shares it among the photography community. That's it. That's simple. No e-commerce solution, no crazy analytics, no newsletters, no worrying about what other people think during the creation process, and they've quote-unquote proved something to the world that, showed, that photos excuse me, can be shown in X way online, and maybe that they should be, and the community can have that discussion, right? The creator of this project, the photographer, learned something new, completed a goal of theirs, and has something to show for it. And can this morph into an e-commerce website with newsletter pop-ups and all that stuff? Yeah. Here's another thing, though. Can a non-existent, never-created website morph into a side hustle? No. No, it can't. So this person is already two, three things ahead, and then they can go and make it a side hustle if they'd like. But if you're a person that got bogged down in, in like, I have to build it, I have to do this, I have to do that, this, this, I gotta get WooCommerce set up, I gotta get this, I gotta get that, I gotta get this, I gotta learn this. Like, like it's over. Like, the scale of your project increases when it becomes when it becomes a business. And that's the point. It's the point is that a side project and a side hustle are two are 
seemingly the same, but they are not the same. Yeah, and they should be treated differently as well. I agree. I agree. I think a lot of people do get into that point where they just start they start making it be a bigger thing than it actually should be. When you're thinking of doing a side project for learning purposes, when you want to learn something like you want, like like Matt said, the front end, or you want to learn how a headless CMS works, or something like that, right? Um, you shouldn't have to plan for a week before you even start coding. Like it should, that should not be part of your thing. It should be, you know, plan for an hour or two on what technologies you're going to use, do some research, like a very limited amount of research, set yourself a time on it and then start coding, start coding, like literally open up, like get the hello world project going, get something going. Because if you're going to get yourself bogged down in the same thing, every time that you start a project you are not going to learn. And you know what? You know what else? Like when you get into a job interview, no one cares that you spent two weeks looking up all these different technologies if you have nothing to show for them. Like it's great that you can name all these different technologies that you would use for your like crazy good side project, that you would have all the security there, that you would have the right e-commerce solution, that you would have the right analytics there, you would have your A-B testing on Netlify, all your, the fancy stuff. Where's the project? Oh, I know. I didn't start it because, uh, you know, it was just too much. I, I spent three weeks planning it. No, that's not how it works. If you have, if you're being paid to do a very, in, very intense project that has to have a bunch of security and has to have a bunch of, uh, have a bunch of different features in it, it makes sense. Yes. Take the time, plan it out. I still don't think you should plan forever, but you should have a very distinct amount of time for planning, get a good plan going, get a good phase one plan and start executing. Yes, makes sense. When you have a side project for learning purposes, do not sit there and plan for hours on end or even days on end, as I've seen some people do. Get coding. It's important to start coding as quickly as possible from, from the creation of your idea to the actual uh, end of it. Because if you don't, you're not going to do it. It's just, it's just the reality of the situation. And I'm a very big supporter of project-based learning. And it works great if you actually do the project. And I think another thing too is like project-based learning is obviously really crucial. Um, but I think it's really crucial for like, I obviously, because I wrote these show notes, I obviously learn and explain best with examples. And even in arguments, if I have debates with my friends or whatever, because I'm on another podcast with them. So like we'll have a debate on the podcast and I always use examples. I always come up with a scenario and I always bring this show and that show back to like the basics of picking a car to a mechanic because it's such an obvious like thing, right? And you are going to, you are going to learn so much more by doing like a side, a side project, just jumping in, even if you don't finish it, even if you just jump in and learn a little bit, even if you just jump in and learn, l listen to three YouTube videos, and then you just say, I don't like this. You just learned you don't like that, so that's good. Like, people will be like, oh, I wasted all that time. No, you didn't, because you didn't jump into it as a career choice and then friggin' hated it, and now you got, like, clients that rely on that, and you hate using that software. Like, Mike and I, we've had a major discussion before this about how our company is too fragmented in terms of the tech stacks that we support, and we're going to try to rein that in because it's just starting to get out of control. And we have a particular couple of pieces of software that we really don't like and we like really don't want to use it anymore and that is lesson learned were those projects a waste of time no so this these side projects these side projects 
are absolutely something that are super valuable just as projects. They don't need to be businesses. They don't need to be businesses. And to like kind of compare and contrast the two again, like, you know, we've been kind of touching on it, but like as a sort of summary, I suppose, you know, a side hustle, a side hustle is a business, right? They might be an aside to your day job, but they're not carefree things you can just hide away if you find any form of success. And above all else, side hustles are businesses. Just to reiterate it again, side hustles are businesses. Now, side projects, okay, are things that you can start, not finish, and still complete your goal, depending on what the goal was. If you were, if you were going to build out an entire website with databases and all that jazz, right? You want it like you're trying to learn date backend stuff. So you're like, I want to set up the database and like play with how the structure works, and that's it. But your goal was just to build out the databases, and your plan was to do like a whole website that was all like decked out. You can just stop at the database completion phase. This is a side project, not a side hustle. No one's looking at you. You know, you can just stop right there and never finish the user interface and still complete the underlying goal. You understand more about databases, how to set them up, how to do the structure, how to do whatever. You can just stop right there. Stop right there, you know, and it doesn't, it does not matter, right? It does not matter. And then you can hide this project away because it's a side project. It just doesn't matter. Like you, do, it doesn't need to be a public facing thing. It doesn't have to be a website. Obviously, our audience, we're talking to website makers, but your side hustle could be freaking like, I don't know, painting car rims. And you're just like, man, I, I wouldn't mind just learning a bit of painting. And it becomes more of a hobby or something, right? And you're just kind of like messing around and then like you paint your rims and you don't like it and you get new rims or you like take the paint off or however that works. And then that's it. Like, who cares? It wasn't like you were like, I'm starting a, a, a rim painting business and then you hate it and you got clients at the door and you don't know how to do it because you're trying to learn it and it's, you know, it's chaos. That's a side hustle. Like, holy crap, like, after work, I got to paint all these rims. I don't even know how. But, like, a pro- side project might be like, eh, I'll give it a go. Uh, it was, that was crap. Like, I did it, but, like, I didn't like it. And that was it, right? They don't have the pressure of a business behind them. They are finished when, there's when like, you say they're finished. And there's no real shame, although don't get into the habit of, but there's no real shame in, like, canceling one. You know, if you cancel one because... Maybe your work's going to send you to school for something that's related. Well, like get rid of that side project because like you're going <laughs> to you're going to learn at school anyway, you know, if you're too busy to do it, you're too busy to do it. But like, you know, get don't get into the habit of canceling them, of course. Now, a couple of notes on both of these things together. Side projects just reiterating, side projects can morph into side hustles if the situa- situation calls for it or if you, the creator, calls for it. If you decide, you know what? I really like writing on this blog, but there's just like there's no way I can keep doing this unless there's money. Maybe it's time to start looking at a WooCommerce solution or just like whatever Shopify. I don't care. Like some sort of like e-commerce solution to like sell some sort of merch. Maybe it's time to get some ads on your website, whatever the case may be. Uh, Side hustles can morph into a side project, actually, even though that's like I do discourage this. That's because normally this is pretty clunky and it makes you look like you're downsizing to people, at least in my opinion, which may alienate any community or customers you may have built. So if you're a person that, let's say, you know, uh, builds out a website and has ads and newsletters and all the rest of it, and it's like all crazy and you're updating it every day, every day, every day, and you're like side hustling it every day, every day, every day, and you start getting experiencing burnout, but you still really like writing the articles, but you only want to write one a month. Like it looks like your side hustle has failed. 
like, yes, you can be like, okay, guys, I'm not doing a newsletter. I'm not doing all this crazy marketing. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm going to, this is now a passion project and I'm writing it. You can do it. People have done it. We, we might do it in the future. Maybe we've done it. I can't remember off the top of my head. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just like people that are really into your stuff are going to be like, oh, okay. You know, it's sort of that. It's sort of like when the app start stops getting updates, you're sort of like, oh, alrighty then, like maybe we should be looking for another app. And that's like the new, that's like a newfangled thing, people looking for updates. But that's yeah. th- that's just the case. That's actually a good point. Like looking the looking for updates thing is a big thing. Like for me, like when I go to look at a GitHub repo, if I'm going to be looking for a, a library or something and it hasn't been updated in a couple of years, I start to think, you know, should I be using this or not? Even though it could be a very, you know, useful product that works great. And that's why it hasn't been updated for two years. And we used to, that's the way we used to think, right? Like we would buy software and never receive any updates back in the olden days. Because it was hard <laughs> to like, ship them because you would you were shipping yes. them on disk. You had to get someone to stamp them and lo- like load the data on there or whatever. Yeah. And- but we usually got a complete product. Yes. Usually, right? Like very often we would get a complete product that we can use from day one. And actually be able to, uh, like, use for a very long time without any major issues. And we'll talk about this in the web news in the next episode. Uh, but that's a big difference in society now. It's a bit. It's it's a it's an extreme. It's an extremely large difference, and it's weird too because, like, I don't mind playing an old game, for example. Like, and I'm like, I'm not expecting updates. But then today, it's literally like oh, they're done updating that. And then I just like kind of go shuffle off and go do something else. It's sort of like, oh, like that's no longer supported. I guess it's not in their wheelhouse anymore. I guess I'm gone. Now, not to get into the weeds of it, but that's usually when something's online to play. Yes. Obviously, I'm not going to be like, where's my Death Stranding content updates? You know, that's a single player experience. So I'm not like freaking the hell out about that, right? But it is, you know, it's still something to like keep in mind for like Call of Duty or something that's online. You're like, hey, what the hell? They stopped updating this. I guess I'll buy the next one. That's the appeal of buying the next one, <laughs> right? Like, that's part of the appeal now. So, same with apps, same with all that stuff. And, like, I've been bit in the ass a few times, just to be blunt, uh, by buying some friggin' social media management apps that uh, for, like, a dollar. And uh, they never got an update. And then uh, one day I went to go download them, and they're gone. So, that's good. So, I paid a dollar, and it's gone now. So, <laughs> and that's happened probably three times now. I mean, it's a dollar. Who cares? But it's still something to keep in mind if that was a more expensive piece of software. So, you know, whatever. Updates, no updates. Actually, let us know. Do you care about updates? I mean, I do now, but I don't want to. If that, I don't want to. I like the older days. I think it actually makes more sense. Because if I release a perfectly good social media management platform, yes, I should update it when TikTok came along. But like, should I update it otherwise? Probably not. But yet people will want me to. Anyway, that's that's the culture. That's the culture, like, that's the tech culture. It's weird. Anyway, let us know. But not onto our web news. That'll be uh, tomorrow, hopefully. Separate file, same web news. That's all, like, if you like the web news segment, it's not going anywhere. We're just splitting it off for people that don't care. But we have a new thing. So I'm going to do the explanation of this new thing, and then normally this segment will be more concise and just right into it. So this is the first one, the pilot, if you will. So this is a weekly growth goal. And what the point of this is, is instead of having the weekly pain point be, you know, something something we're just like complaining about. And half the time it wasn't even a pain point. We're just like chatting at the beginning. 
And some people just, some people are like, let's be serious. You might be one of them. Some people are here, not for the community aspect. You only care about learning. And then you're like rapid fire learning. You're like reading eBooks and doing all this stuff from a whole bunch of creators. And maybe we're one of them and thank you. And then you're just, you're gone. So you are skipping over the pain points or you're like rolling your eyes at the pain points or like whatever, or you're playing the show faster, 1.5, two times speed, whatever, just to get through. Cause you know, there's all this other stuff. So we're trying to like concise Con- concise consolidate cons- the very first thing that went in my head was consolidated credit i've been ruined by corporate america i've been ruined <laughs> by corporate america ruined anyway absolutely ruined but it doesn't matter okay weekly growth goal is going to be instead of us like complaining about something all of us and i want this to be a community thing i want this to be clear all of us have something that we want to do and the way I envision it is usually it's something that we want to do, but do not want to do it, if that makes sense. So it could be something as simple as like, I'm going, like, it doesn't even need to be professional related or it could be professional, personal related. So for example, if you're like a a gym uh, trainer and running more on your off time would help your professional goals, but you're not doing it at work time, that's a like a professional, personal, whatever. Now, I don't care whether this is a personal goal of yours, a professional goal, work, whatever. Mike and I will probably try to keep it professional or personal professional, but you guys do whatever you want. And we want you guys to like talk to us on social and stuff like that and tell us about how this is going. Because what I want, what I'm trying to do here is have people slowly but surely build up to whatever they're doing. So whether you say, I want to build my personal portfolio and it's going to take 100 hours, break it up into small little goals Put it into your weekly growth goal and slowly chip away at it. You've probably been putting it off. Just freaking do it. Just keep chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. And the same thing is going to be for Mike and I, where we're going to try to hold ourselves accountable. The show's going to hold ourselves accountable to an extent. And sometimes you just can't do it. And there's a good reason. But we want everyone, like, we want our community to, like, really grow about this. And we're going to try to put this on, on our Discord somehow and stuff. Not fully flushed out. Again, pilot episode. But I really think it's important that we break our bigger tasks up into small tasks and then do a weekly goal. Like that's our task is like that weekly goal. You have a whole week to do it, whatever. You can talk to us on social media about it, post about it, ha- like at, like at, or hashtag HTML, all the things, whatever. Um, whether it's personal, what's professional or whether it's a one-off, it doesn't have to be a, a, a small goal of like a big thing. It doesn't have to be like a big project that's broken up into small, tiny goals. If your goal is to wake up at 2 a.m., Every day. I don't know why you would do that. But if you want to wake up at 2 a.m. every day, then that could be your weekly growth goal. Do that. And then, like, that's a one-off. You know? Absolutely. So, sky's the limit. But I'm just rambling now. But that's why I'm saying this is the pilot episode. So, Mike, please, sir, take it away. Ooh. All right. At the end of the episode. It's weird. Uh, It is weird. Yeah. But I like it. Um, Yeah. So, my weekly growth goal is I want to get a structure ready for my next live stream. Now, I like doing live streams, but I've noticed that there's a few little caveats for me where I just get stressed when I reach a point where I don't know what I'm going to be doing next or where I just run into too much of a roadblock and I start to get a little bit nervous and like, I know it's not supposed to be that way. Like I know it's supposed to be like a natural thing where you run into a roadblock and you work your way through it. But for me personally, it just makes me uncomfortable to just be sitting there trying to get a Git repo to like push or something, something really trivial, right? Um, And 
And I understand that's still going to happen, but I just want to minimize that as much as possible. So I want to get a good structure going for my next live stream or maybe my next few live streams where I have a good to-do list uh, and maybe the basic structure of the, the site already kind of planned out and done. And then I can just work on features as I go through. So that'll stop, that'll stop the necessity for me to have to go in and have like massive, a massive project undertaking every single time I go onto a live stream, it'll be like, oh, I'm going to go live stream. I'm going to do this feature and that's it. You know what I mean? So that could be like an hour live stream, a two hour live stream. And then of, of me actually coding and talking to the community, which is what I like to do uh, rather than me like searching through docs on how to initialize a stupid like Vue.js project or get Tailwind running again or whatever. Like I, those are the things I don't like to do on camera, even though, again, I understand that for some people it could be entertaining seeing me freak out or it could be entertaining or it could be educational seeing that other people uh, actually do struggle with the really simple things. And to them, I say that it's still going to happen. Like it's obviously still going to happen. I'm just trying to mitigate it. I'm not going to make a super structure. I don't, I don't want to spend weeks on this. Again, it's one of those things where I want to just sit down one day this week, have like a good one hour, two hour session where I go through, create a project and just have a basic baseline project that I can start off my next live stream on. Now, will you share it on social? Yes, exactly. I will be sharing that on social as I go. That's going to be my goal for this week. For my goal for next week is probably going to be something similar to that and maybe even streaming. Like that might be my goal for next week, but we'll have to stay stay tuned and see how I get along with this goal. Awesome. Well, my weekly growth goal uh, is to get a functional site section, uh, rather a functional section, can't speak, of the uh, hat website up and running. Not live, but like up and running in the in the coming soon phase, but like behind the scenes. So I've actually done a fair bit of work um, to the site. It's still just the homepage, but I've done like I've kind of uh, dark moded it and I'm going to permanently dark mode it. I think it's just easier to read, to be totally blunt. So mm-hmm. I've just permanently dark moded it for the moment uh, and I've ripped out the the top bar. So the nav bar was good to like sort of show people on on stream like, hey, this is kind of how you build a nav bar and stuff like that. But I've completely ripped out the nav bar and I'm kind of trying to do a more modern nav bar. So I looked around for some inspiration this week and I've it's still very, very like I Legoed it together. So there's like weird like predefined parts and like crap. But um, point of the matter is I really want there to be I really want to like get this site going. So my goal is probably moving forward short of something coming up of which I'm sure there will be. Uh, but like my goals moving forward for the foreseeable little bit is going to be, okay, let's get, let's get this, this hat website up. Let's get it running. Let's get it live. Let's, let's ship, let's ship the damn thing. (laughs) As I usually say to Mike, just, just ship the damn thing. That's it. So that's going to be my weekly growth goal. Hopefully these things keep me accountable and I will also be sharing that on social. All that social stuff will be from both of ours will be on HTML, all the things socials as well. But please, like, please let us know, uh, you know, what your goal is for this week. Like, please set a goal, you know, it could be whatever. Keep yourself accountable. Come into our Discord, chat with us. We'll probably set up a channel somewhere, probably under the podcast or something uh, under there for weekly growth goal. Come and come chat with us. Post what you're doing. You can ask for help in there if it's something to do with coding. Maybe some people are going to... I know that uh, Keon, shout out to him. He uh, he bugged the crap out of me until I did the new intro because I just never did it. Uh, so he kept me accountable uh, intentionally. Constantly kept uh, uh, pinging me, which was like exceptionally helpful. I ain't complaining. It's actually help, uh, exceptionally helpful. So, um, yeah, it was really good. So, let's let's see if we can further our careers together. 
Whether that's hopeful thinking or not, we'll uh, we'll soon find out. Uh, but that is the end of this week's episode. This is a weird episode. Like, I don't know how to transition yet. You can tell. It just feels weird. Um, even some of the transitions, I think, by, like, change topic mid-sentence, because I was trying to figure out what the hell I was going to say next, because I'm, I'm weirded out. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh... Remember, we're on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash HTML, all the things. Uh, check out the tiers and give that a go. And many thanks to our $3 tier patrons. Sean from RabbitWorks JavaScript uh, via youtube.com slash RabbitWorks JavaScript. Garrick from Local Path Computing and Web Design via localpathcomputing.com. Ryan Gatchell from Blue Black Digital on blueblackdigital.com. Chris from Selfmade Web Designer on selfmadewebdesigner.com. Tim from The Web Hacker on thewebhacker.com. DL Ford from dlford.io. And Bib Hashdash from 9Block Media via 9BlockMedia.com. Feel free to leave a comment or a review on the platform that you are listening to this on. And remember, our web news will be premiering tomorrow. And this outro will be shining. Shining? You're all Ah, flustered. I can't even talk. (laughs) We're signing off. You've been listening to HTML All The Things Podcast. Web development, web design, and small business. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you appreciate that we talk to you like human beings. And we hope you had some fun. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on social media. On Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon at HTML All The Things. And on Twitter at HTML Everything. Until next time, this is HTML All The Things. Signing off.